Hey, hey everyone, welcome to the Texas Outlaw Running Talk Show. This is your host, Briston Reigns. I'm the founder, owner, and Texas Division Race Director here at Texas Outlaw Running. This episode you're about to listen to is known as Shooting the Bull. Shooting the Bull episodes release every Monday and we shoot the bull about running, fitness, and life itself. If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to leave us a rating. Thanks for tuning in and enjoy this show of us shooting the bull. Asher, so you just got back from race directing the Chickamauga Fall Classic in Memphis, Tennessee. Or not Memphis, Tennessee. Chattanooga. <laughs> Chattanooga. Yeah. Chattanooga, so, Tennessee. That's right. You know, I don't want to hear the cliche stuff, but I want to hear the meat. Like, like what's what's some stuff that went down that's like super intriguing or did nothing really go down? Um, one thing did go down. So <clears throat> Carter and I, we course marked on Friday, which is the day before the race race is on Saturday. And we were, you know, just typical course marking, having a good time talking with one another, um, just walking the trail. It was really beautiful. Um, and keep in mind the whole time we were not really in a time crunch, but we knew we had to be out of the park by sundown. Cause that's when the park closed. So we're walking around on this trail and at, so there's two on the trail itself. There's two inner loops that you make off of this one big loop. And we made, we took a left and started the first big inner loop. And we marked that entire thing. It was a 2.2 mile loop. And um, so we come out of that and we're walking down. And we intersect with the second inner loop. And I'm like, hold on. And I pull out my phone and I go to my drawing of the course map. And I'm like, no way. And Carter's like, what? I'm like, dude, we totally just marked the wrong part of the wrong part of the course. He's like, what? And I was like, yeah, man, we just marked 2.2 miles that we didn't have to. And so at this point, we have only marked two miles of a five mile course and we probably had like an hour and a half maybe two hours of sunlight left so i'm like dude we we gotta like start marking the course like fast and luckily the inner loops they were pretty straightforward they there weren't um there were like no turnoffs so marking it was really easy so I kid you not, we are jogging and running with our big backpacks on, marking this whole inner loop, um, and we made it in the nick of time. We we ended up finishing the the back part of the course as the sun is setting, and I, I was honest, I was really stressed, but um, Carter kind of kept me kept me cool because I was like, I can always come back in the morning and finish it. Um, or he can finish it before the race, but we got everything done. That was, that was sort of stressful. And actually in the morning of the race, so he did parking and I was doing some of the, you know, event area set up, uh, the morning of the race. And before like 15 minutes before the runners went out on their, you know, before I shot the gun, I told Carter, which I, I had told him the night before I was like, you need to go put a sign down. Uh, like a mile and a half out before the runners get there. So at like 8.15 and the race started at 8.30, 
he takes off with a backpack, a uh, hammer, and a sign, <laughs> and he runs out to the. He runs one and a half miles out, puts the sign in, and um, apparently, another thing that was cool is the guy that won the AK. He actually ran the course the morning of as his warm up, and so he came back and he told me <clears throat> right before the race started. Um, he was like, dude, you marked the course really, really well. I was like, how do you know? And he, you know, he told me the whole story. And, um, so that, that was a good feeling. It was like somebody had already run it and I hadn't even had the chance to run it because we were on that time crunch. My plan was to, but because we marked the wrong spots, uh, I wasn't able to. So that's wild, dude. Hey, yeah. I'm glad to hear that a lot of people complimented you on your course marking. Nobody really got turned around at all so yeah. good job what Appreciate in the world it. seriously hey i got a question what in the world did you have a map in your head or something what was going on there yeah i had the map in my head oh, and that's I, think where you it, I think it was, yeah well i think it was just that we were so wrapped up in conversation that i that i was thinking okay this has got to be the right way you know from the the turn that we took because I, I knew we were going to do one of the inner loops i just didn't know it was the smaller one so we ended up marking the entire bigger one and, you know, we didn't even need it. You know, so. for y'all listening, Asher is not very the best at directions. He seems very confident when oh, giving them because uh, we went hiking and we were going to go look at this lookout and do all this stuff. We got lost twice in the, on the Buffalo National River in the Ozarks. And uh, Mr. Asher, he thought he knew where he was going in his head, but... No, Asher, when it comes to races, y'all, let me let me just make it clear, y'all, I don't have to worry about getting lost at our races. We we mark them right. So but yeah, we got it figured out. It was sort of a time crunch. And, yeah. Uh everyone everyone figured out the course, so it was all good. Honestly, bro, I've heard so the race director for R of Ipa, Jamil Curry, um, the guy mm-hmm. who puts on all those big races in Arizona, he talked about I remember listening to him, he talked about how um he has a lot of crazy course marking stories but he talked about how like it was like an hour before the race started and he was out finishing some course markings or something at not even an hour it was like 3 a.m it was a couple hours before the race started and he had to like mark a part of the course that didn't get marked and it, it sounded yeah. pretty intense. and then he also talked about um some guy who came to his or went out the day before his race and and destroyed all his course markings and stuff and like vandalized him and so yeah Yeah. i'm sure there's some horror stories out there from race directors of something happening uh as far as course markings go so yeah it's a spooky feeling you know especially because you've told all these people that hey we're starting at 8 30 so the expectation is okay well if we're starting at 8 30 i expect the course to be ready to be run at 8 30 so oh way before then you're i don't know man i'm you know me i am way Way before Uh, i'm like yeah way before but uh sometimes it comes down you know to the wire i mean it just kind of depends yeah you know me though i'm i'm super conservative of course mark like three days out and yeah I make sure everything's in line because I don't know. That's just me. I just got to make sure everything's perfect. And um, I over, I, I, I long shot the time. I have, I end up having a lot of free time on my hands when uh, prepping for races because 
I I worry so much that I'm not going to get there early enough. And it turns out like I end up having a lot of time just swinging around in the hammock and all that. Yeah, yeah dude, yeah. it was, I think, I think if it had been any bigger of an event or any longer of a course, I would have taken two days for it, but it was, it was perfect. Yeah. Um, for what we had. Hey, so, uh, Garrett Philbrick, who is on Texas Outlaw Elite, uh, I reached out to him and I asked him, tell us something that you feel like the world should know. And he talked about how running is an absolute life changer. I'm going to read off what he said here because I thought it was really good. He says, it can change you as a person. It can transform your personality for the better, which is true. Running is, brings a lot of discipline. He said, you become a whole different person on each finish of the run of, yeah, of the run. And when you cross the finish line, it could be any distance, 5K ultra marathon, even running from this block to that block. I was anxious and a nervous wreck and didn't have much confidence till he, he talked about how he didn't have a lot of confidence until he joined the cross country and track team and he loved it. And after he ran, he never felt anxious or nervous about anything and gave and it gave him a lot of confidence and high self-esteem. The sport teaches you that the meaning of hard work and dedication, the meaning of hard work and dedication, and you can use that example to when it comes to life. So I thought that was really good, dude, because, I mean, honestly, it's facts. Like running kind of does change you as a person, you know? Yeah, definitely. Um, uh, I think that's pretty much every runner's experience. Um, well, anybody that finds the the enjoyment that you and I have found where it's like, this is just a task that just really gives me joy. So yeah. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, man. Yeah. I mean, running literally changed my life as well. And, um, there's a lot of good in it. So, all right. Well, I want to, I want to piggyback off of Garrett, Garrett's, um, little testimony. Um, so Briston in what, positive ways has running changed your life and give me so you can give me as many positives as you want but you have to give one negative oh positive <laughs> yeah i mean running it's uh given me a lot of wisdom discipline and a way to kind of let go and release um any tension or any anxiety or any stress and negative is it's super time consuming and it sucks whenever you're in the middle of a hard workout or you're running in the heat. So yeah. What about you? I like that. What about um, you? yeah. Positives. Uh, definitely the discipline is just, it's like, I, you, you see, you know, what makes you better as a runner. And so, you know, that you have to be disciplined in those areas. Just, just being disciplined in the grind, I guess. Um, and then that carries out, that's carried out to other areas of my life, which has been awesome. Like initially I didn't have any discipline when it came to academics, even when I got to college. (laughs) And, um, I think just because I had the sport and this is why I encourage so many people, so many younger people that, you know, if you, if you play a sport it will carry out into other areas of your life if you're doing it for the right reasons. Um, I didn't have any discipline when it came to academics and then uh, running helped with that, you know, because I saw that 
every I got good in that area whenever I disciplined myself. Um, and then a negative, and I think I think a lot of runners struggle with this, is um, knowing when to compare yourself to others and knowing um, just when to make the goals about yourself and not about other people. You know, I think yep. we get we can get caught up in especially college, and I think we've talked about this before. Um, we can get caught up in comparing ourselves to other runners and their times whenever it's really about our own journey and about how we get there. And it, it doesn't really matter what your neighbor is running, I guess. So, yeah, yeah, it can be super demotivating looking at people better than you and looking yeah. how far away you are. But you know, uh, it's really cool to look back of, on how far you've already came. That's all, that's a really good motivator. Looking back and remembering, man, like I could barely run half a mile and now I could run 13 and I feel fine, you know? And right. so, you know, I, I think the best quote for that is just trusting the process, you know, and yeah. just sticking in your own lane. And if you do it consistently for a long time, results will come. And that kind of goes with anything you do. So That's right. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good word right there, dude. What's your negative? You didn't talk about what? What a negative is. That kind of was my negative. It's really easy to compare yourself to others. Okay. Yeah. Um, and you can get caught up in it really easily as even whenever you tell yourself, oh, I shouldn't compare myself to others. Yeah. It's um, easier said than done, I guess. Facts. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to, I'm one of the slowest guys on the cross country team. I have been for the past three years. I'm always the last guy on the team to finish. And, you know, I could, I've, there's been times to where I have gotten really demotivated about it and kind yeah. of uh, not depressed, but in a very just like kind of upset and sad and like not motivated. But then most of the time, I'd say 90% <laughs> of the time, I'm like, you know, whatever, like we're just going to go all out and I'm going to, you know, we're giving the same, I'm giving the same effort as they are. And so, you know, that's kind of what matters um, as far as personal gain from it i guess yeah good word yeah That's good. yeah and shout out to uh garrett for sending some stuff in garrett's a really cool guy and uh he's always posting on instagram like i think um almost every day of his story his journey his running story so i'm gonna put his instagram below and you guys give him a follow and so shout out to you, garrett but um yeah i mean I think that's enough of that, dude. So if you guys are listening, we publish these shows every Monday. And these are the Shooting Bull episodes. And if you guys want to support the show, help make it better, and help keep it up and running, we have a Patreon. You guys can check that out below. And also give us a rating, y'all. We don't have a lot of ratings. So if you're on listening to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave a leave a review of the podcast, something like that. So happy trails, happy trails. That's what Ash always says. And then I, I'll say, um, keep the grind up. See y'all next keep episode. The grind up.